Let's go to Matthew 28. Matthew 28. Verse 18. Verse 18. Matthew 28. And it came to pass. Dihona. He spoke to them saying. Dihalacho. All power. Sultan Hullu. Is given unto me. Lene kasatonya. In heaven. Basamai. And in earth. Bamadir. Because all power is given unto me. Go you therefore. Sultan Hullu. Lene salasatang. Salasatang. Kazi hitanasa. Hidu. And teach all nations. Zbochin Hullu. Astamaruacho. Well what are you going to teach them? Mindinom tastamaruacho. Teach them that all power is given unto me. After you've taught them that all power is given unto me, then you baptize them. After you have baptized them, verse 20, then you teach them how to observe all things. We teach people how to observe all things. Before we teach them that all power has been given. So the first teach is teach that all power has been given. Once individuals understand that all power has been given. Then you baptize them. After they've been baptized, then you teach them how to be good husbands, wives, business people, stewards. First John 2 verse 1. My Little children, these things I write to you, you do not participate in the activities of sin. But if any person is an active participant in sin, we have an advocate or a lawyer with the Father. He is Jesus Christ the upholder of the law. We have a lawyer who is Jesus Christ the upholder of the law. One more scripture and then there's many others. Let's go to Isaiah 42 verse 9. Isaiah 42 verse 9. The former things are come to pass. No, new things are coming. Say new things are coming. It's going to spring forth. Father, we thank you for your blessing in Jesus name. Amen. The first part of my presentation is going to be a little rudimentary and a touch theological and because it's slightly rudimentary and leaning into theology it could put you to sleep and so every now and then I'll get you to nudge the person next to you to wake up. Because customarily the attention span of a normal adult is between 
to 12 minutes. And so when a presenter is saying something that you are not accustomed to, we switch off very early. For what I believe will take place today, there has to be a legal premise to legitimize what's going to take place. And the legal premise is building the case my message is entitled Tricks and Schemes. Tricks and Schemes. Kairos Saraj. Jesus used the word in Matthew 28, all power is given unto me. The Greek language in which a lot of the New Testament was written is a very, very rich language. That particular language, ancient Greek, has been made extinct as opposed to modern Greek. Possibly because the Holy Spirit didn't want individuals to tamper with God's intent and explicit expression. And because the Greek language is so rich, it embellishes almost every word in its Usage. Therefore, there are many words for love. Gotta get our sponsors on TV. Is Viva sponsoring us? Maybe they will, amen. And as there are many words for love, agape, eros, filio, etc., there are many words for power. There's several words, I'll mention a few for the scholastic. There's dunamai, which means to be able. Dunamis, which means miraculous, explosive power. Icarus, which is innovative, ingenuitive power. Presses into inventive. My favorite of the of the cluster is Basilia, which means kingdom power. Basilia, Acrasia, the want of power. Kratos, governmental uh, hierarchical power. Energia, energia, the the expression of power, like our astute singers. Amen. And then the word that Jesus used here is which is territorial power, the power to obtain territory. To cast out a force and replace it. So when Jesus says, all power is given to me, he says, we are replacing a power. The word exosia comes from two operative words. Exa and osia. Osia connotes property, Osea, territory, Maritain. land, Maritain. title deed. Exa has to do with authority. Exosia is authority over territory. So when Jesus says all power is given, it means it came 
from somewhere. It also means that while he was in ministry, he was not functioning in all power. He was functioning in power, but not in all power. Or else he would not have said to the 11 disciples in Mount Hebron in this occasion, that all power is given. It was in the hands of someone else. So Jesus says it has been given or handed over. Let's go now and build our case. I'm now in the book of St. Luke 4 verse 5 in the middle of a triude temptation. The temptation of Jesus is recorded in several Gospels. Matthew and Luke are very similar in case. I'm in verse 5. Luke lists this as the second temptation. The first part of this verse concerns me. Should it be taken literally? Where the devil took him into a high mountain, actually took him. Whether it was by invitation or whether it was forcefully, either way it is concerning that this power can do this. King James doesn't say onto, it says into. King James onto Sion into into a high mountain. Which simply means he took Jesus into a system. These systems are revealed in Daniel chapter number 2. And three, Where Nebuchadnezzar built a Babylonian system. Based on the system of Nimrod and before that Cain and Lamech. In the Babylonian system, the Jews and the citizens of Babylon were told, when the music plays, you bow down. And there are seven instruments listed that would play. Its system is a music, each musical instrument is a system. So Babylon was built on seven systems. And when the systems played, uh, people would bow down. Uh, you know why men don't listen to their wives after a short while of marriage? Uh, I mean, there's several, there's several reasons. But one of the reasons is that every person speaks in a key. My, my, my general conversation, I speak in the key of C sharp. No, really. And when I start preaching hard, I start preaching hard in the key of E flat. And then I deliberately, depending on my audience, change keys as I'm coming to a close. Now the reason I change keys is because you become accustomed to my key C sharp. Now, when you are accustomed to somebody's key, you become dull of hearing. That's why the only time a man will listen to his wife is when she changes her key. <laughs> I discovered that Chichi has 10 keys. Chichi has 10 keys. I'll tell her, don't shout. She says, I'm not shouting. 
And so the devil takes Jesus into a system. The word kingdom there is Basilia systems. And shows him the Basilia, the systems, the kingdom of the world in a flash, in a flash, in a flash. Verse 6. And says to him, All this power all this power I will give you if you bow down and worship me. Because all this power it is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. Sisters and brothers, Jesus did not argue or debate when the devil made that lofty claim. Because the truth of the matter is that all that power was in the devil's hands. Jesus was going to get that power but not through worshipping that devil. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. So when Jesus doesn't argue with the devil, we know that the Spirit had all power. I mean, Romans chapter number 5, verse 17. The Apostle Paul is addressing the Roman church, which is in the seat of global international power, Rome, the city of Rome. And Paul says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, so much more that life will come by one man's action. Sisters and brothers, Adam's offense was not sin. Sin was not Adam's offense. Sin was a byproduct of the offense. So if you put fuel, petrol, and air in a combustible chamber, you have an explosion. The byproduct of the explosion in the combustible engine are the fumes. The fumes is a result of an event. Adam's offense was handing over power. Adam handed over power. And when he handed over power, the result was sin. Work with me just a little. Watch me very carefully here. In Genesis chapter number 3, we don't know how long Adam and Eve had been in that wonderful state. Of so-called innocence. But in Genesis chapter number 3, we see a classical event that is not highly explicit. In Genesis 3, we have a snake speaking to Eve. And we know that that serpent which the Bible says was more subtle than all the creatures, which means that it had a greater endowment of features. Uh, it appears that Lucifer had possessed the serpent. Now, how did he do that? Allow me to speculate. The Garden of Eden was a sealed place. God would communicate with the man and the woman every day. Because Lucifer had sinned, Isaiah 14, 
Ezekiel 28, Revelation 12, he was banished from heaven. The only place he could come was earth. And he was put in a remand prison awaiting his sentence to be carried out. And so when God created the man and the woman, he gave them dominion over all the works of his hands, Psalm 8. One of man's responsibilities was to be Satan's jail warden. Satan was in prison because of an attempted coup d'etat. He was a political prisoner. His jail warden was Adam. Satan was behind bars. He was under the human's feet. And so this devil had to get access to speak to his jail warden. And the only way he could get access was to use what was closest to the human. And so it is apparent that the serpent would move in and out of the Garden of Eden. And the scripture tells us in Genesis chapter 3, when the Lord says to the serpent, because you have done this, what did the serpent do? It's not that the serpent spoke, the serpent gave its being to be occupied by Lucifer. Lucifer persuaded the serpent to allow him to go into the serpent. Lucifer, because you have allowed Lucifer to use you Lucifer to get access into the garden. This is your judgment. You're going on the ground. Now, in the Garden of Eden, after Adam handed over power, there was a brief hearing in the Garden of Eden. Stay with me. A brief hearing in the Garden of Eden. There could not be any sentence passed. There was a judge, Almighty God. There was a prosecutor, the devil. There were the victims, the human being, the defendants. But in a court of law, you cannot pass sentence on the guilty if they don't have a lawyer. So humanity had no lawyer. There was nobody to represent them in the court that was created at that point. So the judge says, the court will appoint a lawyer in time. That lawyer will come. Galatians 4 verse 4. When the fullness of time was come. God sent forth his son. Made of a woman. Made under the law. So when Jesus comes, he's not just coming as our savior, he's coming to represent his client, humanity. If any man sin, if any man sin, you got a lawyer, Jesus Christ the righteous. Tell somebody you got a lawyer. Tell someone you got a lawyer. Baby, this is Johnny Cochran. You got a real lawyer here. So when Jesus arrives, 
is coming now to deal with a legal case. His client is humanity. And so the first case he deals with is firstly bringing exhibits and calling witnesses. Exhibits and witnesses. The Bible says we are surrounded by a cloud of reputable witnesses. So in Mark chapter number one, the first miracle Jesus performs in ministry is casting out a devil. That's exhibit number one. And Jesus says to in the court that the devil has positioned himself illegally because the human body is the temple of the Holy Spirit not possessed by a devil. That's exhibit number one. So every miracle is an exhibit. Every teaching is a testimony. And, and Jesus would call from Abel all the way to Malachi, men and women to take the stand. Watch me very carefully. The Bible tells us that Lucifer is the accuser of the brethren. And so Jesus, as he presents his case, I'm in John 12 now. I'm in John chapter number 12. Verse number 31. Jesus says, verse 27. My soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Look at the grammar. Colon. Then he says, but for this cause, I came for this hour. Not this day, not this year, for this hour. In other words, something's about to take place in the next one hour. And the Bible says there was a great thunder. A great thunder, verse 29. Some said he was an angel. Jesus said, the voice you heard was not for you, not for me, but for you. The thunder that they heard was the court being assembled. Look at verse 31. Jesus says, now is the judgment of this world. And now shall the prince of this world be cast out. In other words, the thunder you heard, the court is coming for a hearing. I am the lawyer representing humanity. I have my case set. The judge has come to hear the case. The prosecutor has accused humanity for 4,000 years. Now is judgment come. Let's keep on with the case. Let's go now, sisters and brothers, to John chapter number 14. In a court of law, number one, if a prosecutor's hands are dirty, or if a prosecutor has been tampering with evidence, he has to be excused from the case. Number two, if a prosecutor is not an appointee of the court, that prosecutor cannot practice in that court. And number three, so if the prosecutor 
has an attempt to destroy evidence must be excused from the court. So number one, the devil was not an appointee of the court. Jesus' first case was the devil is not a lawyer. He is a praise and worship leader, but he is not a lawyer. So he has to be excused from this case. Jesus says, but my name is wonderful and I am counselor. <laughs> I am an appointee to this court. Number three, the so, devil has tampered with evidence. Look at all the things he has done to my witnesses ready to take the stand. And number three, the prosecutor has a premeditated intent to kill the defense lawyer. Because he knows if he kills the defense lawyer, the case has to be thrown out of court. And so before I continue with this court, let it be known that the prosecutor is guilty by the court itself. Stay with me. Let's go to John chapter 14. Now let's go to John 16 to save time. John 16. Verse 7. I tell you the truth. It's expedient for you that I go away. Uh, because if I do not go away, the comforter, which is the word paraclete, paracletes. paracletos, paracletes. the word paraclete is another word for the Holy Spirit. The reason the word paraclete is used there, paraclete will come because he is the enforcer of the law. The paraclete has come to enforce the law. Stay with me. Stay with me. And when he comes, verse number 11, of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. The prince of this world is judged. So the judge says, I've heard the case. The statement that's being made here from John 12 to John 19 is one conversation in the book of John. And so the judge says, I will hear the case and pass my sentence three days from now. So between the hearing of the case or passing of judgment, between the prosecutor, that's what he does to the serpent. He goes into Judas. And they pick the fruit of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. They pick that ripe olive and crush him. But the devil doesn't know that the crushing of Jesus as an olive is only to release his next level of anointing. Watch me carefully. And the devil thought that the case is going to be thrown out and that I will retain all power. Because he killed Watch me carefully now. When the devil is trying to get all his pieces in place. The Bible says in chapter number 4 of the book of Ephesians. That he ascended on high. But before he ascended, he descended into the lower parts of the earth. And when Jesus went into the lower parts of the earth. The Bible says he opened the prison doors. Put for me Colossians chapter number 2 verse 15 message version. 
message version colossians 215 stay with me stay with me stay with me stay with me is that the message version this is what he did when he descended into the lower parts of the earth. He stripped all spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority. And he marched them naked through the streets. The devil thought he killed him. The devil thought he destroyed him. The devil thought he broke him down. But when the devil looked over his shoulder, here comes Jesus. Jesus our lawyer with all the evidence put his hands on the devil's throat and told him give me the keys hand it over I want the keys and the bible says that the devil had to hand over devil I want my power and I want it now come on clap your hands if you have to When Jesus got the keys of death and of hell, he opened the prison doors. The same prison that Lucifer was locked up in, in Adam's day, he conned Adam and Adam gave the prisoner the keys. The prisoner opened the prison, set himself free, put humanity in prison, and locked the prison, and started walking around the earth like he owned the place. When our lawyer came, he took back the keys, opened the prison, took humanity, his client, out of prison. Took the devil. Put him back in prison. When Jesus rose from the dead, Mary was the first at the tomb. She opened the tomb and saw nobody in the tomb. And then she saw someone working in the garden as she assumed. It was Jesus functioning in the role of Adam in the garden. And the Bible says, when he called her name Mary, she wanted to touch him. But he said, baby, you can't touch me now. I've got to go into heaven first. Because there is a court hearing in heaven. The case has been laid. Jesus said the judge is waiting for the final exhibit. Because the last thing that Jesus said on the cross. When Jesus said it is finished. The defense lawyer actually was saying I rest my case. Now that I rest my case, the judge is waiting for the final exhibit. Final exhibit is the blood that I shed for my client. Say yes. Yes. Give yourself a high five. I feel the power. I said, I feel the power.
power of God on your life. Jesus said, Jesus He he whom the sun sets free is free and less free and less thank God almighty I'm free at last. Give someone a high five. High five. Say free. Say free. Say free. Give yourself a high five. If your neighbor won't give you a high five, give yourself a high five. Put Matthew chapter number 28 and verse 16. Zimbabwe was in the civil war for many years. In 1957, Ghana, by the leadership of the great, great Kwame Nkrumah, got its independence. And then 60s. 24 countries got independence. Botswana was 64. Zambia was 64. Zimbabwe was pushing for independence. Led by the late great Joshua Nkomo. The late great Ndabaningi Zetole, the forefront leaders for Zimbabwe's independence. On the 11th of November, 1965, Ian Smith and a group of white men had what is called a unilateral declaration of independence. Unilateral. They seized power. From the British government. And set up a Rhodesian government by the Rhodesian Front political party. And that forced the legitimate tenants of independence into a strife called a liberation struggle. Uh, please don't misunderstand my metaphor. I'm not calling white people here devils. Please don't misunderstand that. So when the devil declared unilateral uh, declaration of independence in the Garden of Eden, he set up an illegal government. So, uh, the British government set sanctions on Rhodesia. Watch me carefully, sister brother. Watch me carefully. In 1980, after the Lancaster House Agreement signed, led by the chief negotiator, Lord Carrington, Lord Carrington, after they agreed on the sticky issue of land reform in 1979. A date was set for free and fair elections under the umbrella of universal suffrage. Because up until this point, the electorate was a qualification electorate based on revenue, finance, and education. But in 1980, if you were 18 years and above, you were eligible. Whether you could read or write or had no money, you were eligible to vote for the government of your choice. I've, I've got to close. My time is up. Are you sure? Can I take two more minutes? All right. Let me finish. Behave yourself. 
millions of Zimbabweans that had never voted before went to the polls. Bazalwani, sisters and brothers, it was assumed by the British government that Joshua Nkomo would win that election. Because the Indibeles formed the largest uh, single tribe in the country. And that the Shonas, which are several tribes, they were united by a single language. And several patronists for independence. There was Reverend uh, Bishop Muzurewa in Dabaningi Sitole, our now President Mugabe, uh, James Chikarima and a whole bunch. So they thought that the Shona vote would be split. But but somehow, somehow, Uncle Bob won the election. President Mugabe was announced by the Electoral Commission as the majority for the Zimbabwe government. That was in February 1980. February 1980. Independence came in April, the 18th of April 1980. Two and a half months later. So even though Mugabe won the election with Zanu PF, with Zanu, Mugabe Bazanu, even though he won the election, power was not handed over. But on the 18th of April, 1980, at Rufaro Stadium, Stadium, Prince Charles came to Zimbabwe representing the British government and in a brief speech handed power to an ordinary man who had great desires and aspirations for the country but could not enforce his desires and aspirations because he had no power. But when Charles handed power over, a new day came to Zimbabwe. When Jesus called his disciples, Matthew 28 and verse 16, the eleven disciples went away to Galilee. This is not the same event as Acts chapter number one. In Acts chapter number one, Jesus met with 500 people on another mountain. This mountain where Jesus met his disciples was the same mountain the devil tested Jesus. Where the devil said, all this power I will give you. So Jesus now brings his 11 apostles to that same mountain and showed them the power. And he said to them, Listen, sisters and brothers, those men were not just trained as apostles. Jesus was training them as lawyers to defend humanity and to teach humanity that all power has been given. All power has been given. Say all power. So on the day of Pentecost, when the disciples stood up to preach, they were waiting for one thing, the enforcer of the law. The Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came as the enforcer of the law, it empowered the lawyers to make all kinds of claims. Now watch me carefully. 
when you lose a case or if there's a case in 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 a court high court or supreme court the client can then sue in the civil court civil court and sue for damages so Jesus already won our case. So the reason I'm standing here today, I'm not standing here because I can preach. I'm standing here as a legal representative, a lawyer. And I'm standing here to sue the demonic world for what he has stolen from you. Your money is coming back. What the devil took from your grandfather is coming back. The devil doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any power. I'm suing on your behalf. Your health. Your blessing, your money, your dignity, your rights, your promotion, your elevation. I could stand here all day. My last scripture. Let's go now to Ephesians 6. Verse 10 and I'm done. Verse 9. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Verse 10. Be strong in the Lord and in the power exousia of his might. 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the. Against the. Against the. Against the. Against the. He doesn't say against the power. He doesn't say against the power of the devil. He does not say against the power of the devil. He does not say against the power of the devil. He says against the wiles of the devil. Wiles are tricks and schemes. The devil doesn't have power. All he has are tricks and schemes. Two examples and then I'll pray. The devil is a con artist. He is a con, con, con man. A serious con man. Such a powerful con man. Bazalwani, he conned one third of the angels to leave God. He conned, conned one third of the angels to leave God. He conned the serpent to use his frame. He conned Adam and Eve to give him power. He tried to con uh, Jesus into handing power. Yes, my clothes. We have all power. But the reason we have problems and challenges the devil has tricked us into empowering him. Bishop David Africans uh, are the most easily conned. Oh, Bishop David, uh, David. I give you an example. You hear a message like this. And you say, I have all power. Which you do. Because the Bible doesn't say we are with Christ. The Bible says we are in Christ. We are in him. Which means that we also have all power. So, so let me show you what happens. You hear a message like this. And you go home. And by your house. There's a white chicken that's been killed and there's blood. You're saying, oh my God. Oh. It's a trick. It's a scheme. The blood of a chicken. 
The blood of Jesus. Yeah, Jesus dem. The blood of a goat. Yeah, we yell them. The blood of Jesus. Yeah, Jesus dem. Don't let the devil trick you into handing over your power. Diabolos asan statu sultanen attestut. Let me show you another example and then I'll pray. Lila misale sat chelis alli. The Bible says at the end when we see the devil we're going to say but this is the thing that's been con this small thing. Matsaf kudus milo mendo macharasha diabolos sat now we chi nat indes kazi hulu makaram tasayen no menilo ilan. So this is what he does. When in the merak takallachu. You know when our boys were small I used to play tricks with them when there was a power cut. I I make little with a candle I'd make little things on the wall with my hands. መብራት ሲጠፋ በግርግዳ ላይ የሆነች ነገር ያደረኩኝ ከልጆች ጋር ይጫወታል and i'd make like a beast and so on እና የሆነ አራዊት ምናምን አስመስልባቸዋል they wouldn't be looking at my hands they are looking at the image imagine መስሉ ነው የሚያዩት ግርግዳ ላይ ያለው he's a small ant because he doesn't have power ኃይለው but he puts this image on the wall of a t-rex from jurassic park ነገር ግን jurassic park የሚባል ትልቅ ነገር ያሳያቸው the bible says the devil is as a roaring lion doesn't say he is he is as a roaring lion diabolos ko yemiyagasa anbessa no ailem he amplifies his voice roar the bible says the devil is a liar diabolos wushetamno he is not a roaring lion asu yemiyagasa anbessa aidelem he is like a roaring lion if you look into the supreme court in heaven You have a lawyer right now. Your petition from this service right now. Selenante yemikerakerlachu. My God. Amlake. Shall supply. Yemesfelgayu. All of my needs. Yemesfelgayu. According to. Esther chapter number 5 Esther chapter 5 Esther chapter 5 and 2 and 3 In chapter 1 Vashti And so Mordecai now becomes the lawyer for Esther and brings Esther to the fray. Mordecai's ye Esther tabaqa hono izwat wedefit wota. And legally brings Esther to win to be the king's wife. Anna ye nugusu nugus mist inditon bag sarra. And so Esther's like every one of us we just in church happy to be in the presence of the king. We want to see your glory. We want to feel your presence. Esther bakal. Hallelujah. Kumbaya even. <laughs> እንደኛናን በክርስቲያን ውስጥ ሆና መምነሽነሽ ብቻ ነው የምትፈልገው በቃ አይ ጀስት ዋንት ጉስ ባምፕስ እና በቃ ቀጥቀም ቀጥቀቀጥ ማለት ምን አመን ነብየልዌ Uh, hatches a plot to kill all the Jews including Esther. Asera, I wouldn't bamulu, Asterin chamro lemasfejet. And in chapter 3. Mraf 3. Uh, Mordecai says to her girlfriend, you are also going to die with all of us. Mordecai's alat. Anchim maikarlishim indenyaw talkeshin. They pray. Tomu tallew. Esther says if I perish I perish. Chapter 5 verse 1, 5:1. Amstan, Just somebody you don't even know how much power you have. አጠገበ ያለውን ሰው ምን ያህል ኃይል እንዳለህኮ አላወክም በለው So the third day በሶስተኛው ቀን Everyone say the third day ሶስተኛው ቀን Esther dressed up with her robes of righteousness የጽድቅን ቀሚስ ለበሰች አስተር stood where the king's palaces we are here in church this is the king's palace Yeah here palace አረልኛለንበት ቤተመንግስት ነው የነጉሱ The king could see her where where your worship the king can see you he's in our presence አምልኳችን እንኮ ንጉሱ ያለሱ ባለበት ያለነው እኛ እሱንን And then the king put out his scepter verse number ዘረጋላት በትሩን ዘረጋላት When the king saw Esther ንጉሱ አስተርን ሲያያት which is this service Yeah, yeah, my George. 
the king put out his scepter. The scepter represented all power. But at this point, Esther does not have all power. She is about to be killed like every Jew. And so when the king puts out his scepter, Esther holds the scepter. At that point, at that point, when she holds the scepter, all power is in her hands Up to all of the kingdom. How dare you come to church just for a hallelujah? All power has been put in your hands. Father, we thank you for your blessing. We thank you for Africa Arise. We thank you for the giant Dr. Mengistu. We thank you for the team that is assembled together. Father, we claim our legal rights. As Africans, we claim our legal rights. We refuse to be exploited by foreigners and by our own. We are gods and gods alone. And we claim our power. We claim our power. We claim our future. And now we declare new things are coming. A new day is coming. A new song is coming. A new creature is coming. A new revelation is coming. Everyone say I'm a new creature. Say I'm a new creature. Satan had power over all of old creation. So when you become born again, you become a new creation. He has no power over the new creation. That's another message, another time. Put your hands together. Just, just uh, not to add, but just to suggest something. Uh, what God has just done for us, He's just extended His scepter to us. You know, if you want to become a police officer, you cannot just get up and run on the streets and start stopping cars. There is a deputization program. And after you attend the deputization program, your rights are given to you. Your, your what's it called? The badge is given to you. And the way you come in to the program and the way you go out is completely different. So I don't know how you came in this morning. And I don't know where you came from this morning. But deputization has been issued this morning. So that when you go out, you just don't go out. You go up with an understanding of who you are now and what you have now. And when we enforce on our respective areas, our legal rights, that means the kingdoms of this world 
have started to become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Our city has become the kingdom of our Lord. Our nation has become the kingdoms of this of our Lord. Africa has become the kingdom of our Lord. Nothing moves without authority. And we have received the scepter. If you've received the scepter, just give the Lord a big thanksgiving praise for everything that he's done for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask Abba just to come and, and uh, uh, close out Africa Rise with a blessing. The Bible says you have not many fathers. Though you have many teachers, you have not many fathers. Fathers can do what teachers cannot do. So when you have one, receive. Amen. 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 Let's all raise our hands. Receive, receive from the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord shine his face upon you. The Lord open up your eyes to see the authority that he has imparted in your life. May his favor shine upon your life as you travel to your destiny. God bless you with peace. God bless you with strength. God bless you with wisdom. The kingdom of our God is established in your area through your life and through your ministry. God bless you. With the authority he has imparted in your life. God bless you with wisdom so that you could utilize it properly. In Jesus' name. But Jesus. Um, Amen.